Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, and everything in between, to another episode of the Gavin Binding Podcast. This episode was recorded on the road, so apologies for some of the traffic background noise. I'm joined by my good friends Andrew Barbato and Gethin Hughes. If you listen to this podcast and think we talk utter shite, you're most definitely right. We know absolutely nothing at all, but we sure do enjoy pretending otherwise. So comment, like, share and subscribe. It lets us know we're alive. Take care. Welcome to the Gavin Binding Podcast with me, your host, Gavin Binding, not Binding. What's going on? I love hot food. And what a great I just don't see the What a great start. There we are. We're live. Happy day. I don't see the fascination of that, you know, you, you go unbearable eating, you know, it's like fucking well, it, you can't I, eat them. Well, yeah, you've got to you've, 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 you've got to train yourself to be able to eat it as well, haven't you? It's like lifting yeah. weights. You can't just go in with the hottest chilli in with the world. Fowl, like. yeah. Or, yeah, you can't just go in and eat a fowl. Like, just like you can't go into the gym and bench press like £300. No. Like, you, you have to build up to it slowly. It's repetition, is it? Absolutely. I, I, I do agree. I also believe that you can just not be a little bitch. And just get stuck in and do it once and for all. And you've trained them. Bang! No, no holes bad. Don't hold back. So find ways to injure yourself. In you know, power through it. Like digestive system doesn't agree with it. I believe. Yeah, I think you will get a bit of a bubbly uh, stomach, like so. (laughs) (laughs) Will we put in a treeso? I made a treeso and chili one. So like a bit of a tap ass. What did you have rice was? That's probably good. Probably good. That's all. What I can do as well is if we if we manage to do this regularly, is I'll pick up um a couple of microphones. They're only about forty fifty quid, but you can plug them into your phone and just like clip them on your top or whatever, and then the audio will be a lot clearer. It's nothing like I said. Have you got no one starting up there? I just couldn't believe you sat there with no fucking audio doing an Arsenal TV thing on. Oh, man. Arsenal <laughs> <laughs> I just can picture it, like, does he sat Yeah, so, um, like, I, I start, I'm just trying to put out as much content as possible at the moment, just to, like, learn more than anything, right? And so, I started a, an Arsenal Daily show, and I did the first one, recorded me speaking about Arsenal transfer news, what was going on on that day for about 10, 15 minutes. Then, right, I did, on, fr- on Friday night, I did a um, live stream of music, right, I was just playing DJ, and I, I played about two hours worth of music going through all, like, hip-hop tracks that I love, and you can see, and there's a vi- this was a live stream, right, and I'm, like, bobbing my head and, like, getting into everything, and I'm doing it, giving it all this, right, whilst I'm, like, listening and, like, queuing songs up and all the rest of it, having a great time. Um, <coughs> you know, it's all, oh yeah, this is great. I'm getting into this. Saturday, sat down. Um, you know, it was it was announced that Arsenal Sign- agreed a fee for Pepe, yeah. and I thought, Fuck, this is amazing. I've got to like speak about well this. Yeah, when he didn't say when he when Zaha transferred him. Exactly. Yeah. So I so I was like talking about value as well, and I was thinking, well, I like I kind of like what Arsenal have done here because they've said to Palace, 
we'll pay you 40 million for Zaha because we think that's a good deal. Yeah. And then when they've gone, no, we want what? 80, yeah, we've gone, oh, well, actually, we can get the hottest winger in European football for that price. Yeah, so keep them. Zaha, we'll have Pepe, yeah. if that's how much we have to pay out to get a player. But it, it kind of makes you think Zaha was like kind of a reject for United, but he's gone to Palace, which is not like a bigger club. He's doing well there, to be fair he's to him. Player, like, but I think I've got like, a lot of respect for him because... Like what happened at United would destroy a lot of young players. Oh yeah, it would destroy you, anyone's career. You see a lot of people go to United, fail, and don't do anything God, with their careers. That Makeda um, who played there for was it? Yeah, Makeda, Italian guy. He just don't get off him anymore. Yeah, played yeah. in lower leagues in Serie A, like in Serie no, the League One and Two in Serie A. Then you know, yeah, yeah, but one good, he had one good goal against Aston Villa, and then yeah. After that, career just plummeted then. But in the second video, right, I was talking about that and I was referring back to what I said in the first video, mm. right, to say, you know, this is what I meant about value in the transfer market and this is really positive, this is a good thing, I like where this is going. It's come out of nowhere, really, because we've been really frustrated as Arsenal fans for a while. Oh, you see a lot of it, you see a lot of but, like, proper, I think he's like a famous kind of podcaster guy or interviewer guy, um, a coloured guy, a black guy, and he's and nearly every game he's after the game Arsenal fan TV yeah. is it yeah, yeah. And he's always frustrated with the outcome of the season like come from the north he's the struggler you know? but for some reason I thought I'm just going to go back and check the audio on it just to make sure it's working and there was no audio oh. and I went back and checked the, the stream of the the music stream from the, the, the night before oh, no audio uh, serious no audio you just bobbing my down when I have a time yeah, music. yeah. and do you know what I've, le- I've left the videos there <laughs> I'm not taking them down yeah. it's on YouTube man, it? yeah it's all on YouTube I put your music word on I thought no sound. Yeah, I thought that. Yeah, yeah. I just, Nobody told I me. Stopped, just, <laughs> I know you, you said to me, "I've listened to that." No, and I, I was like, "I don't I, know what I to say to this." So I thought oh, I might be. I'll have yeah. another go when I come back down, like, mm-hmm. and then I do. Uh, I skipped. Actually, I, I skipped when you said <laughs> it. I actually skipped that. Folks, you said oh, I've listened to this. <clears throat> I skipped through the video. I just didn't really. The play playlist was fucking bagging as well. <laughs> 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 do you know what? Actually, um, I think there was a random playlist underneath yours like YouTube does generate like yeah. and, I, and I clicked it and that was that was banging like, that was good as well, well at least at least I linked you to a playlist <laughs> that you could listen to right if nothing else uh. so yeah that's that's my um, my content creation journey so far but that's kind of a good thing like when you post a video up um, you know you've done a few things over the weekend and you've like you posted it up and you've you know you've actually made a blender like not putting any audio. It's like a learning process along the way, isn't it? Absolutely, hundred percent. You just kind of learn things yeah. as you go. Like I think years ago I would have like didn't want to post it up like that. So. I would have I would have done it, it and I would have made that mistake and I would have taken it down and I would have been like sort of harshly judging myself for making that error and then being oh you know you stupid what are you thinking trying to do this like yeah. you know you can't do that but. Um, yeah, I'm a lot not, more forgiving of myself like, now. <laughs> you can't not have a mic. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. What an idiot. What are you thinking? That's what I meant to ask you. Didn't we said like a learning process of podcasting? What areas are you looking to improve? Because pod- podcasting is just basically just chucking up general ideas and kind of debating and giving you kind of general thesis of what you think about it. I think there's, 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 there's a lot to learn, a hell of a lot to learn. Like, um, there's the audio side of things um, not just in like having the right equipment because that's only going to get you so far mm-hmm. but also editing the audio yeah. as well that that's that's something you need to learn like, that's not easy I'd for some people only you find a lot of videos you see if you post on YouTube 
they added it to a point because I think a, a person only concentrate for so long. They won't literally listen to the full, you know, a, they 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 chop a lot of the video down like to make it to a certain. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't want to I don't want I don't want to edit the content in that sense. I think like if a podcast if we sit down and have a conversation and the conversation goes on for an hour, then that's the conversation. Yeah. In terms of editing the audio, I mean like just trying to. Clean it up. Sound bites, is it? Yeah, yeah. You know, make it sound a bit more professional. Um, and also, like, go in like a janitor and clean that shit up. Exactly. And conversation is a skill. And I think it's a lost skill with with a lot of people. This is that's the generation we got these days. People, people now say how they feel about something, and that's it. Like, did you see this? Yeah, it was shit. Yeah, it was great. Not what? watching that again. Oh yeah, you know maybe I'll subscribe. That people don't have like long form conversations. Answers. No, not so much these days. Years ago, used to you know what I mean you I used to go around someone's house and spend hours with them. These days, yeah, it's just so much over the phone and so much you know FaceTime and the kind of devalues of kind of what friendship can be at times if you spend so long on FaceTime and stuff like that. You've kind of taken that inter- you know, interactive experience away from it, haven't you? Yeah, and people are very comfortable now sitting in each other's company but just scrolling through their phones. Yeah. It, and I, I don't understand the concept like that. I don't understand the concept of going and say, oh, mate, all right, I'll come over and see you. We'll spend a bit of time together. But he's on his phone speaking to a bird and then he's on the phone to his missus and then you kind of, you kind of lose that kind of you know, no, he's dialogue. He's literally just putting your face in your phone and scrolling through the book face. Go in. Oh, oh, that too. Oh, oh, that. Oh, right. That too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or like you'd be. Or watching Love Island. <clears throat> or you'd be sat with someone like, and I know someone who does this incessantly. I'm not. I'm not going to say any names. Right, I don't want to go down that sort of path. <laughs> but right, no, it's, it's nobody near. No, but I, I, know, I know. I I know somebody who I spend quite a bit of time with, who, um. I, I, look, I don't get frustrated with it anymore. I kind of accept it for what it is and and whatever. But a lot of the time, he's on his phone talking to other people when we've arranged to meet. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And, and, and I just yeah. find that quite ignorant. rude and ignorant. Yeah. <laughs> but it's accepted now. Like, this is what people yeah, do. Yeah, it's like, it's like it's people are so blase to it. It's, yeah. like, it's like a part of culture these days. Yeah. Like, if you'd done that five, ten years ago, it, people have a kind of different reaction, I think. Oh, yeah. It's gradually sort of become more commonplace. Yeah, you look at you look at relationships, and they're a lot different because of social media these days. Is, is that because of the mind-numbing advertisements and uh, adverts that are out there numbing down society? Speak up. Yeah, people are accepting it because they're getting numbed. But it's not just it's not just friendships <laughs> that it's it's tends to be it tends to be relationships. If you look at it, it's not just friendships where. You know, you get oh stuck in just friends according to Facebook. Yeah, but like you know, you could be in a room with your partner and you know, they be on their phone for two hours and you decide to watch a film together and they're in the middle of talking to their friends on Facebook or, you know, scrolling through and so you, you decide to talk about down. the film afterwards. You're like, uh, what do you think of that part of the film? So, and then yeah. you go, uh, watch it. Yeah. Go, oh. oh look it up <laughs> after twenty minutes. Oh what do I miss? Yeah. <coughs> Have I missed anything? <laughs> life <laughs> no I don't know what have we missed <coughs> the boat so I, I've been making a, a proper effort to detach myself from my phone recently to the point where now 
um, like part of my routine is leaving my phone in my living room when I go to bed I don't take my phone into my bedroom at all ever it's not in my bedroom so it's not a part of that room yeah. I don't have a TV in my bedroom mm-hmm. um, and like if I'm working I'll go in, unless I need my phone for calls yeah, like proper. Then, but what I do is, I, rather than have it on silent and by my side all the time, which is what most people do, I'll turn the, the volume up and on, but put my phone in another room. So if somebody needs to call me, they can, and I can answer it and I can go to it, but it's not there for me to pick up and constantly check. Yeah, yeah but if you go to uh, factory saving mode, can you not only like put about four or five? Yeah, yeah, totally. Things on there, like, and then yeah, you, all you can. Access. I've turned off most notifications. No, I mean on the screen then. Your battery is on, it's like battery saver, but you yeah. can only use like five apps or something. So yeah, messaging yeah, as yeah. in a, a phone message, you can put that on there. That's one. Yeah. Phone calls, put that on there. That's going to be two. Yeah. Internet. Mm-hmm. But then, that I, I did use that. I used that for about three weeks, and I found mm. it frustrating because then, like, if I like, look, you know, when I go for a shit. I'm taking my phone to the toilet. During that's one one place where I you do have unlimited access to my yeah, phone. You don't mind that, you know. And then I'm turning everything back on just for that five minutes. So I found that kind of more disruptive than it was helpful, yeah. in a sense. But I think a lot of people. I think you need a different phone. I don't think it's uncommon. People, you know, they kind of like they kind of take time away from their phone because I think I was watching a podcast with Joe Rogan and Kevin Hart, and he says. When he's done with touring and doing filming, when he's home with a family, he's home with a family. Yeah. You know, his you know his manager, if he needs to get hold of him urgently, he knows how, he knows how to get hold of him if it was that important. But, you know, when he's home with the kids, he's home with the kids. He don't want to talk about work. He don't want to be answering phone calls and you know setting up meetings and stuff like that. When he's home, he wants to be present, like not just there. If that makes sense. Yeah, Ben Shapiro said the same thing. Like on weekends, he just turns his phone off. You know, Monday to Friday's fair game. Talk, you know, he'll be on a however long he needs to be. His job yeah. is reporting news and re- responding and reacting to stuff. <coughs> so that's fair enough. But uh, I can miss it a lot on a Saturday, Sunday. Anyway. But that's his family time. Yeah. No, no, you know, I respect that. I yeah, I really do. But when you say that, no, it's because he's a journalist and he wants to report the news. Well, he's kind of missing a bit of news and reporting there, really, isn't he? But and his daily show is Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. You know, he doesn't do a daily show on the weekend. Do you feel like a lot of relationships fail it's not daily, due right? to mis- <laughs> miscommunication? Depends if it's how dick you want to be in there. People don't. People. I don't want to be too. You don't want to make too many general assumptions or sweeping generalizations of people, do you? But mm. you do get there's a, there's a sort of habit of I um, I think people don't take the time to explain how they feel no, and no. how others make them feel and on top of that people don't want to listen no they just kind of it goes in one year and out the other and it's like you just get on with it you don't tend to solve any problems with it, you know if somebody's communicating with you about like it's like it goes sometimes it goes in one year and out the other you know what I mean? And just it, it it carries on, and it seems to be the same kind of problem after another. Then, like, what was that? <laughs> Comedy gold. That's what Andrew brings to the show. <laughs> the lols. Maybe smile back here. Hello. <laughs>
I agree. Tim? What's your hot take? Well, we started talking about... We put Jupiter on, didn't we? About, um, and I said about humans actually colonising the different planets because if you look at it, I think a planet will only last so long. Well, you can pass that one around as well, can you? Yeah, that'd be a good idea. Sorry about the zoom into the... <coughs> yes. Do you just see humans dying out as a species eventually? Like dinosaurs and stuff like that? Yeah, of course. What, like what? dinosaurs? Absolutely. I think yeah. civilization has already almost died out several times. No, but that was like because it went <coughs> to the brink of the, like near, near extinction. Like. This, is, this is, you know... He's on about then being into a futuristic realm where technology kind then of travel to new earths or something and do it well this is, well, that's a separate the, the question then is do you think that we'll colonize a world other than uh, other, other than our own i generally think that would happen but not in our lifetime i think you know technology you look at technology as in in, in, in general how much has advanced in the last 20 years you know, I know they right. say humans just been you know yeah. over just over two thousand years based on our calendar. You know, what's gonna what's the technology like well, another two thousand well, years? No. How long have humans been around? <coughs> well, the, well, two thousand nineteen. We asked the calendar date, but obviously it's gonna be before then, isn't it? You got the yeah, that's correct. Yeah, not really. We're not two thousand years. Old. No, but that's what I'm trying to say. Obviously, there's indications there's been other humans built stuff. Before the actual data we've got now, like, uh, well, yeah, the, all these structures that can't explain how they were built, i.e., the pyramids, and uh, the 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 bottom of the Greek. Uh, I want to say how thorn. How were they built? Yeah. Do you know the, you mean the Egyptian pyramids the bottom was uh, the, there's evidence to suggest it was underwater at one point um, which and the last time that Egypt was underwater would predate um, when we believe the Egyptians existed which so was 5,000 years ago so yeah. we're saying that essentially the Egyptians did not build the, those pyramids exactly and they didn't use slaves either and the <laughs> they did and not they're suggesting slaves. that the, the pyramids were carved out of rock rather than yeah, limestone sedimentary rock. Uh, yeah. If you look at the pyramid, the, the mathematics. Sphinxes as well. It's built from rock that's already there. Yeah. Rather, you know, where well, it was. Not from a quarry 500 miles away. Yeah. Limestone it, it's transport. We don't even have the technology to do no. this. Yeah, neither did they. Because <laughs> that's not how it was done. <laughs> right. What about the one in India then? That, uh, there's ones all over the world. There's ones well, in China. No, I mean, there's a. And South America, isn't it? Set into a mountain. So it's all been carved out, but the problem is that the waste rock is nowhere to be found. Well, as in the the leftover sort of kind well, of yeah, the, the leftover it, it is a, an astronomical amount as well. Like, well, it would be yeah, yeah, and the I, oh, I can't remember the name of it now, but um, should look it up. It's in India. Um, yeah. Where's this rock just gone? Like, where's it disappeared to? Do you think any technology um, cutting rocks with sound? 
think there's any oh, truth I've, going I've, that I've way. I've actually heard about a story about that. They said yeah. they could do that, but... Apparently, I, I, I don't know what to believe. I don't think... But sound... I've seen photos of it with that planes going through the sound barrier and they freeze frame it and they take that and the photo and the yeah around it is like circular and it looks like a cloud and obviously you do get to hear the boom. Uh, that's what that's when you break the speed barrier all that is, isn't it? That's when I, I, that's when you went like is that like supersonic it's power it? of sound then, isn't it? That's that's. So you're saying that they they can make sound travel so fast that it essentially moves energy or particles so quick that it, it could, uh, could it. cut pieces. Rock. Yeah. The control of that is that. I'll be honest. That's not YouTube. something I've heard of at all until now. So I can't really. I'll just, just comment yeah, we on that. Some, like. We watched something along those lines, but you know if, if I was like an older generation doing something like that that's something stupidly advanced not, not even someone well, we, we talked about the younger guy yes didn't we one podcast and to bring that back up you're looking at just under 12,000 years ago and it coincides with a lot of North American large mammals and other animals being extinct we were lucky um, it does look like it was more not global but it was larger than first expected the younger dryas sedimentary like they found the rock and all that like they found the rock from that meat like took out the dinosaurs whatever although they somehow survived if they're flying around now as birds <laughs> those dinosaurs like mm-hmm. fucking they've seagulls. evolved somehow <laughs> like innit? those seagulls have got that t-rex instinct them and they, they, they're fucking they aggressive bastards i'm telling you they do I'd rather face a velociraptor. <laughs> yeah, because it was the size of a fucking door. chicken, wasn't it? <laughs> you could... <"Bird." laughs> I think one velociraptor and a thousand seagulls, I think. No, no, if, if, that's where, where, yeah. if that's where... If that's where evolution... I think every time. <laughs> yeah, if that's where honest, evolution yeah. took these creatures, then, then so be it. If, if it was not, then, like, you know, don't worry about it. <laughs> so where are we going to evolve to? Is there any update on that um, raid of Area 51 on the petition side I didn't of it? follow it. I, I saw it briefly. Mm. But well, I don't well, the guy who's finding me says he wants to find Loch Ness. Have you heard about that one? Oh, my God, no. The, apparently, it's it's on the social network somewhere. He wants to find this Loch Ness monster. Oh, well, good luck to him. <clears throat> well, one of the only ways he's thinking of being able to do it is to get loads and loads and loads of people to go there. But you can have loads and loads and loads of people go somewhere and look for something that technically doesn't even exist anyway. Service. It doesn't matter how many devices you have. People who want to know that, you know, people who Boys, tomorrow, <laughs> right, I'm packing my bags, I'm setting off. To Loch Ness. Right, on my quest, my life journey, my life's purpose. To find Ness. My one goal, to find a fucking unicorn. Okay. You go I'm determined. I'm going to do it. You go for it, probably. I've seen them in pictures. Yeah, and films because everything you everything you see and read and you know is 100% plausible and believable half the time is it doing so I think these unicorns look a lot more believable than those uh, troubled or was it Bravo TV conspiracy theories alright this this is a take I've always wanted to ask you actually switching subjects what do you make of Boris Johnson's election now because I still got mixed reviews of that I was going to say it is more likely that a unicorn existed than uh 
than this species deity in, in the sky raised the sun on earth oh we and, going into religion um, now, you know we? I mean there's some there's some tall stories out there now I'm not saying this didn't happen for maybe a small minority of, of earth of people on this earth at that particular time because it seems to be wrote about afterwards so it, it's a, it's a good kind of perhaps Chinese whisper on a story that is out is, is real um, to a certain perhaps extent it, perhaps it's um, deeper than that you are sorry perhaps it's deeper than that it's faith it's all uh, apparently it's all about faith of so course it's faith it's faith it depends faith are you with, in a good life do you believe in science and do you believe that science can coexist with religion absolutely or do you believe then that religion sometimes feels so threatened by science that it'll do anything to stop it from exposing lies both or religion and science are full of are full of humans and humans will always find friction and reason to but is it right to do it the in finger. the name of a religion you know it, technically you can't even prove religion you can't prove based on what's been written in every kind of like you know Hinduism you look at Christianity you know Judaism stuff like that everything is written the side of the Bible and what they believe and see and they you know they worship and stuff like that as no one's ever been able to you know make it plausible and believe so it's, it's just people who've got perceptions of what it's, but it's not it's not it's not the story nobody like nobody's sitting down and telling you that one man was created and then a woman was created from the rib of that man and they lived in a garden and a snake came along yeah (laughs) like nobody's saying that that was a specific story that was witnessed and recorded as fact what each story holds is a moral and so the collection of stories are a collection of stories based on like fictional stories which teach you a moral in a way that helps you go about your life in a pure way if, if that's just the case, when wouldn't you really put religion down based a community? People wanting to com- be a part of a community. Yeah, oh, absolutely. It's just a concept that we've invented. Yeah. Hundred percent. Science is a concept that we've invented. Well, look at Scientology. That's only been what. That's definitely a fucking concept. That we've invented. <laughs> <laughs> not invent. Look, not all concept. All concepts <laughs> that we invent are good. <laughs> 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 Not every invention it turns out to be good. No, I know what it means. We have lots of ideas. <laughs> Religion talks about people in disguise, and that's all you no, need you're to mi- know. No, you're missing the point. That's all you need to know. No, <laughs> I understand what you say, Gav. I agree. It could just it's be stories. It's just it's religion. Just could be people who have passed down. We all have them. very short lives. Right, these are all stands. Right, all if we all sat down every time we were born and thought, "What's the purpose of life?" We'd all spend all our lives trying to get to that purpose. So if we didn't have that technology... What, we what the Ten Commandments are is like a collection of experience told down to f- other generations. Like, we've coexisted long enough to know, to understand the that if, if I start shagging your wife, that's wrong. you're going to have a problem with it and yeah. we're not going to be able to coexist as neighbours. Yeah. Right. It's just morals passed down from generation <laughs> to generation, is it? It's it, it's treat it's just others as you'd like to be treated. It's a it's a community guideline on how best to behave. Yeah. 
for the purpose sounds of like having a, a community. Sounds like a dictatorship to me. <laughs> that religion, such a dictatorship. What is Scientology? Because I've heard about it, but I don't really know. Science, isn't it? It's not as easy as just saying Scientology is science, is it? Because it's you not have even to ask Tom Cruise, I believe. Yeah, he's a big believer in what it is, and you know he's a big advocate of it. But I just don't know There's anything about it at all. Like you said, it hasn't been around long enough for well, to even hear of it. It was yeah. something like the early twentieth century, is it? And it was a woman. Uh, long time lines. Was it a bloke? Was it a bloke? It could have been a bloke. And I do know that a lot of <coughs> the members put a lot of uh, money into it as well. Like, so when you see the videos, it's not benefactors, it, it? They always seem to bring up that all oh, this money's involved. And, but again, you look at different religions there's always money involved <laughs> or some kind of treasure as such like yeah. Yeah, something of value whether it be to the followers the people who believe with faith or whatever or to an outsider as such isn't it? I just think he's right Everyone wants to kind of should or should want or should be able to live in peace and harmony and, and just crack on knowing that ill things shouldn't be happening. Like, mm. should should be able to, to live like that, right? Um, for reasons unknown, we haven't mastered that yet. <laughs> no. Uh, but when I go back to the religion saying about they always speak about <coughs> people in the sky. And like you said, do you like you heard Gavin say religions like uh, moral code in so many respects, code, yeah. not so much anything else. But if 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 that's the thing he's trying to get at when it comes to religion, you know, his moral code is the main value of religion and it's the community. Treat others. But how are we still fighting wars in different countries? And if but we've not, are you based on big business, big big business warriors? And I think it's sad that. Unless we we've got all these evil dictators out there running these third world countries or countries that need the aid, yeah. we're sending money. They're not Receiving giving. It, it, yeah. Well, the government are taking it for themselves and not giving it to the people yeah, who's intended they drip, for. They drip feeding a percentage of that money. Making, yeah. They are making their uh, kind of little foods that they have between others, whatever. So far, where they live, they're making that. And you know, it's it's uh, probably never in this circle. Then, you look at countries like uh, you look you, like you look at third world uh, world countries. You like the pov poverty when it's bad is really bad, but there's no middle with it. You just have the rich side of the third world country, and then you have the poor side of it. There's no middle ground in it at all. Like, well, mm. I I also believe that. We also have to look at it in a positive context as well. In that Children in need shouldn't have to be running anymore. We should have helped them fuckers out fucking three times over. Oh, the amount of money that's been pumped into third world countries from fundraising. People born then are but the presenters are getting loads of money as well. And it's for charities. Like, yeah, but you probably don't realise that if you probably look into it, you, 
wouldn't <coughs> be giving him that much out in charity, but he had to take that as a as a wage, or you know, as as a payment for for doing what he was doing. The amount of money we had given him, or, or, or her, you know, him, her, whatever. Maybe not. Maybe they're just taking it. But I mean, you thought it'd be solved by now with the amount of money and charity we've given. But this is what I was saying. You know about the dictators. Then they take in the money that we send to the country. I say we, government sent to the you know, the government for these people, but those people are getting it. The wrong people are getting it, and yeah. then they're creating the foods locally, and there's just no progression. And then there's eight. <coughs> Degression. Is that a word? Deprogression? Regre- <laughs> I think it's regression. Regression. Regressive behaviour. <sighs> Where's it come from then, Gav? Regressive behaviour. The Nazis believe they came from following something to a point where you subconsciously have violent tendencies to it. And they proved that. Well, they did kill a lot of by, people. By then, yeah, that's creating. Uh, well, they were a bit smarter, I reckon they could have fucking moved the world. <coughs> what, what do you mean they could? <laughs> they took on they, too many countries at once, as well as a problem. They were a very strong country, they just took on too many. Too many countries at once, to be honest. If they'd done it individually, I reckon they could have conquered half the fucking world, like. I think fighting Russia in the winter would never have worked. But, I don't know. Uh, They believed that they could influence and control the pe- their people and they also were aware of the violent subconsciousness of because they'd been reported by um, oh, Freud, Freud's nephew fucking, um, Bernard I think, or something. and he was for the capitalism and letting you have the illusion of choice and not Oh, and not delving into and, and going anywhere near the the aggressive side of the subconsciousness of, of it's reported man you're looking to it yeah. laugh as much as you want I don't um, know laughing sounds fascinating like you, they, wa- you watch a lot of stuff like do you mean so they had a rally and then <coughs> from that rally there was violence uh, when when there's a collective, when all these people were together and they got them rallying and everything, they just unleashed a mob. That's what it seems like. And, and obviously from that mindset then, <coughs> businesses were getting ransacked all from this one rally. Like. People right, turned just, on other people. Like. Just going back to what you said about poverty getting worse. Right. In yeah. third world countries. And I... I said it's, uh, we should also talk about this in the positive context because I think when you just read media headlines things can get misrepresented so in 1820 94% of the world's population lived in extreme poverty mm. in 1990 it was down to 34.8% in 
Yeah. And in 2015, down to 9.6%. Right. So it's, we're clearly doing very, very good work in this area. Mm. So you work it out then, how long will it take to clear those nine years? The nine percent, you mean? Yeah. You never, you never. It's never going to be zero. No, that's because people are being born into poverty all the time. And people, in terms of absolute numbers, it's never going to be zero. And you've got people who are too so, like, like you said, when it comes to greed, no one's going to share that wealth. Isn't there, isn't there a wall we can create to to try and keep circles of just pretend power? Right, and if we took everyone's in if we took everyone's wealth in the world <laughs> and split it equally between each person, I don't think anyone would live in poverty. I don't think it'd be possible. Apparently. If all the debt in the world was paid, there wouldn't be a dollar in existence. Don't ask me about the pound, or, or the ruby, or the dinar, or, or the change. Uh, <laughs> in the last 25 years, more than 1.25 billion people escaped extreme poverty. 1.25? 1.25, one and a quarter billion people that's pulled out of poverty. That's, that's the whole of Bangladesh. If it takes that is you, the whole of Bangladesh. Like, this is on humanprogress.org and it says if it takes you five minutes to read this article, another 480 people will have escaped the shackles of extreme poverty by the time you finish. Progress is awesome. Progress, so if, if 480 are escaping, ah, how many are still in poverty? But you ask yourself. Or being born into poverty. So, how, so how many people are being born every? What was it? Ten minutes? No. Uh, no, but I got to ask another question. Then, how's that just not another illusion for people to think to feel better? They look in the statistics and numbers on a page and thinking, all right, then, you know, that's what it, I would it say looks so. good. But how do you track how, progress? How how reliable mm-hmm. is this source? Or do you know what I mean? So, so what do you say? Four hundred and fifty people every five minutes. Five minutes. So every five minutes. How many people are born? No idea. I know you're trying. I know you. I know then we have a true perspective then of the percentage of people being brought into this world, and but no, then it would be. I, I would. I would ask the questions then. If there was like more than, you know, a lot more. You know, there's only four hundred and fifty people in there in five minutes. So mm-hmm. say there's five thousand. I want to know why they're being born, where. Yeah, I want to know if are there external factors that's creating environments you, for this to be reoccurring in these environments. Are they reoccurring? Are they just anomalies? Are they just is it just something you have to accept? I don't know. I'd want to look I, into it. I though. would say that's an unfair compare. You can't. I don't think you can compare those two statistics purely because you'd have to argue that it's possible for every person to be born into wealth in order for that number to outnumber the amount of people who are being pulled out of poverty and then as people die and people are born there's no poverty everyone's born in wealth but that's not possible because to create wealth you have to create debt it has to come from interaction. You say oh, was no you debt. say you've got something. Yeah. I say I want that in exchange. There's a positive and a negative. Yeah, it's, yeah. It can't. It can't be. Everything can't be balanced. And no, you can, one you, side is impossible. It just doesn't work like that. We have to have something to trade, whether that's c- currency or anything else. Goods or something you value for some so there's always a credit and a debit. So there's only right. 
1,250 babies born every five minutes. That's a lot. Which is close. It's not quite. It's not half. But on a positive note, it's fucking a lot closer to half than it is to 10%, 20%, and 30%. Mm-hmm. Yeah? 450 of 1,250, obviously leaves the 800. Yeah. So it's a third, is it? Or just However you want to break it down, just over. it's more. But, as you were saying as well then, right? How many people die every five minutes? I don't, I don't, I, 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 I know where you're going, but I, I don't think There's it matters. There's a question got. I don't know what you said about the scale and how quick, you know, poverty's become less and less and it's, you know, there's a big percentage dropped a lot of times. And don't forget the population has boomed in that time as well. That's true, but the question I wanted to ask you was, as that's going on, the another 9% are still left. Is it always the same reoccurring 9% that has always been, as it just, and poverty, and the living of other countries <coughs> have just got better and there's always been the similar ones has always been stuck in poverty well it's all based on um i think it's classified as about what living on a dollar 25 cents a day or something like adjusted for inflation if you if you're existing on that band then you are living in poverty so that's gonna that's gonna be like in in say sub-saharan africa you're gonna find that most people are are, if they're born into poverty they're gonna remain in poverty because Mm. that that's just how their economy is at the moment. Yeah. That's the state of the country. Whereas in somewhere like the UK or US, there's much more fluid movement yeah. where people might you lose their job, yeah. dip into poverty, maybe come back, have a good moment in their career and end up yeah. being in but you look at like the top stream, 5%. You look at stream countries like Abu Dhabi, you can't imagine anyone being born in that into that environment and how that country's flourishing for money. Like you could, no one in that kind of setting would be in poverty, I wouldn't imagine. Because so it's yeah, a really rich got, place. Um, we've got the world birth and death rates up and all that, right? Mm. And so 520 people would have allegedly died in those five minutes. That almost which is, out, <laughs> which is <more laughs> two every second. Right? Nearly, nearly two. Right? Nearly two every two seconds. Every, every second. Right, so we're looking at a deficit of seventy people. Yeah, out of those four hundred and fifty that go in, right, or don't go into poverty. Out of those five hundred and twenty who die, there's a chance that seventy people from poverty could possibly join non-poverty. I don't think that's an accurate number, though. No. When you I say, when you say 500 and something dies every five a minutes, you know, it, from I, don't, I, I, don't think, I don't think the world works as in, you know, five minutes has passed, X amount is going to die. I think, you know, that number must fluctuate. We're you know breathing. It's an average. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're breathing well. Statistics prove that. <laughs> as you say, there's nearly 8, bil- eight billion. Yeah, well, apparently in the more affluent countries, the more Western countries, UK, US especially, uh, as our economies get richer, uh, families shrink in size, and like yep. because I actually watch the couples are more career focused, they'll like yep. have kids later, and they'll only have like one child rather than two. Yeah. And part of the reason why poor families have such so many children is because there's like a higher risk 
that they well, won't survive. Oh, like, yeah. I, do you know what I mean? It's like I know what I mean. Dare I say it now? Right, there's um, <coughs> oh, here we go. There's a, apparently um, a story that is is told that the more people who who were born in believing in a certain uh, aspect of of life seems to be expanding as in right the larger families yeah are not Britain most of Europe and America all the large families are coming from other areas of the of the globe yeah so without being racist in the Quran yeah it's wrote down that and, and look at that, that basically We'll win the war by numbers. What war? <coughs> that, that holy war that they are, they are fucking playing. I stay clear of this. <laughs> stay yeah. clear of this. I don't. I. I, um, I have opinions on this, and and they're very. Um, all I can say is, Barry bomb the mosque. No, you're not gonna fucking bomb the mosque. That's like being in a fight. I'm punching yourself. <laughs> I, I understand your nonsense. apprehension I really do it's uh, but and f- well I say for in whatever way there are going to be more people who will believe in a certain way of life in years to come because family wise there's a lot, there's a lot but that's always been the way, right? That's yeah. that's always been Western the way. We're not the first. A, a dying out. We, if you look at the, this, has always happened. If you look at the birth rate on certain cultures, i.e., the Welsh, the Scottish, uh, the Italians, are you trying the to Spanish, say, you say, we are not in a position where we are going to sustain our. My conclusion to what you're trying to say. I'm just scared that his name is going to be Brown. My (laughs) (laughs) my conclusion to this. My conclusion to what you're saying is. He's channeling his inner Tommy Robinson right now. What I took was people who read the Quran because they've got a higher birth They're going to outlive Western society and rule the world. That's what I got from what you said there. I think you've been watching too many YouTube videos, mate. Oh, I'm gonna start cutting rock with fucking my voice now, <laughs> <laughs> or some sort of frequency. Isn't frequency sound? Let's hope no one listens to this. And if you're cutting rock with your voice, <laughs> people will be thinking that's a fucking cord cutting rocks, cooking it up, baking in the kitchen. Yes. Excuse me. Who recarved the head of the Great Sphinx? I don't know, bruv. You tell me. <laughs> there was a number of them, wasn't there? Apparently. Because it would have been around for so many thousands of years. Allegedly. Longer than we thought. That, if you... Some of the, the photos I see, you look at the size of the head. And the size of the, the feet and you know paws whatever and they, they, the head's small like you know it almost looks like mm, <laughs> it's not believable anymore now like and uh, was it Napoleon or 
who was the general who parked his fucking crew in front of him and uh, took pot shots? That's why there's holes in it. There's bullet holes from the fucking. I'm sh- is it the First World War or was it before then? Like? Oh, I know, Jon Snow. He was a weatherman, wasn't he? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I no, thought, I thought he was a news presenter, wasn't he? I thought it was John Ketley and that bastard. I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> She's McQueen. I'll have to do it in the end. So why are you fucking moaning about that? You're gonna have to do it in the end. So yeah, Jupiter, such a nice place apparently. Wouldn't like to go there. Would prefer to see it from afar. <laughs> yeah. Just like most of the planets really, because I I have no spacesuit, so I'm, you know what I was I'm gonna say that would let me They say <laughs> Jupiter's got more vins than fucking gold diggers, don't they? Oh what? Didn't they say Jupiter's got more vins than gold diggers? Because gold diggers, they have a lot of rings. Can you imagine all the people who they try marrying all the time. More rings than Sonic, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but nice place. Nice place. Hi, you, you. You Sonic fan. <laughs> yeah, so I, like when I, was, when I was in school, it was still being taught that there were nine planets in the solar system. Oh, don't give me that shit. Don't give that's me that it. shit. Like, they demoted that though, didn't they? And, uh, demoted it as an exoplanet. Yeah, they, they, they just put it as an but asteroid. But this exoplanet has actually got a moon, hasn't it? It's actually got a lunar object. like It's a dwarf planet. But, but it's an exoplanet. Because it was a dwarf planet anyway, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. But it was a planet. It's a dwarf planet. And now it's an exoplanet because it falls into... 50 million fucking likewise fucking pounds. Yeah. Uh, so I keep having, I, I keep telling in um, Holly, right, to go and tell her school teacher how wrong she is for saying that the sun doesn't move. Um, because I, I, Holly's explaining everything to me and she's like, the sun doesn't move, the planet's right. And I'm like, no, no, the sun moves as well. It's just everything else moves around it. Like it's all travelling through space. Yeah, but is and it Holly doing, would not have any of it. She, is it doing a corkscrew? It's, it's spinning on its axis. It's got to be spinning on. Are we? So is the sun doing a corkscrew as well, like in a certain direction? Everything's moving all the time. I'd have thought that. I thought the sun would have just, you know, was spun on on, on its axis, just just rotating like. It's moving, and it's part of a, a galaxy that's also moving. Mm. See what I mean? So it's all it's it's interconnected. Yeah. So uh, everything is moving all the time. But so what is it? Holly would go back and say this to a teacher we'll because she loves her teacher so much, which <laughs> yeah. is great, you know. But she's wrong. <laughs> Do you feel and sometimes as a parent right. she comes home and tells you certain things and you're just like, you know, the things that've been taught in school. You think, well, it's not entirely accurate and stuff like oh, that. Oh no! Do you know what? For, wrong? for the most part, um, she amazes me, me with how much she knows. At the age of five, mm-hmm. yeah, and look, she's—it's not typical of every kid. No, you she's do. very fortunate. She's doing really well, um, but I—I I didn't know half the shit that she knows now at five. 
like going out to the we spot the difference there was <laughs> and they're all growing up so much quicker as well <coughs> she's, like, she's five she's talking about being stressed <laughs> makes you think how smart kids are these days yeah. it, is, it, is, it is shocking man you see some of these uh, the thing is when the kid says it uh, do, sometimes they say things because they've heard other people say it Oh yeah, totally. That's, that's so all, she all might of not really understand the concept. Oh no, no, she knows the con- she knows the exact context that she's yeah, using. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Um, this isn't just a child repeating something and it's sounding funny. I mean, it's that as well. Mm-hmm. But like, no, she uses it in the proper context, yeah. and she'll say it to me when I'm like asking her to do something that she doesn't want to do. You know what I mean? You look at some You look at some really smart, <laughs> smart kids in the world. They're only eight years old and. The IQ is absolutely stunning. Like, because you think the most not a red, even a red percentage of old adults could reach that kind of IQ. Like, and you've got eight year olds at a certain age. It's bloody hell. You look at you look at the brain, and you think bloody hell, how, how powerful is the brain? Like, how? and that's a result as well of collective information through generations. Like we were talking about the Ten Commandments. Everything that we teach our children is learned experience that yeah. we know to be true. Yeah, so we write it down <coughs> and we teach it to our kids so that they don't have to discover it for themselves. Yeah, so it's, it's just like passing on more knowledge so, again. So, it, so you're all just the developing, time, developing, developing. Education gets better, the standard of living gets better. Um, kids aren't areas. worried about wars <laughs> or food famines or, or, or racism. I know there's less you, and less, right? You know, there's no segregation. But you could, should have been sorted by now. But obviously, you look at it. People like they have a go at some educational schools. They say, "Oh, the standard standard of learning is going down." But if you compare it to like you know thirty years ago, what they were being taught, it just it, doesn't it, hold. It, it just like doesn't hold day. up to fact. I know it feels like that we should. It it tugs on the heartstrings when people tell stories about people being in poverty or experiencing yeah. past events human, exactly human and, you, and your natural instinct is to want to help yeah that's what human nature again is it's built in everyone's dna and and when you're told a specific story about a specific person or you're shown something mm. or you hear about something or affect someone you know of course it feels powerful but the overall story is that less and less people experience life like that yeah people are doing fantastically well some people are so cut off with their emotions full stop and you know what I mean so they don't really get to fully experience kind of what living kind of should be like you know I mean mm-hmm. which is kind of sad really if you look at it in, in that terms people just can't seem to get in touch with their inner self and they can't fully experience everything for what it should be so they kind of going through life and they're missing out on a lot of experiences as well yeah, man. Like I used to be very reactive when I was younger. Mm. You know, my emotional state would be based on what situation I was in. Yeah. Like if someone did something bad to me, then I would be in a bad mood. And yeah. if something good happened to me, then I was in a good mood. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Whereas, well, it's like a complete opposite now. You can kind of control your emotions under what circumstances are present. Present in the moment, but as lot you know, as much as you can be, it's not possible to do all, that all the time. time. But yeah, not be, not reacting based on like experiencing the emotion, acknowledging it, yeah, understanding it, letting it sit there, and then kind of coming up with what you want to do. Experiencing it, yeah, mm. and then 
letting it go. Yeah. Which is the best thing because some people they hold on to that and it's because like you see the mind and the brain is such a powerful thing. You know, something negative can happen in someone's life and it's, it's just repeating over and over. They can't seem to let that thing go. Like, I mean, they get so attached yeah. to it. And so they need mean. God! It's like a little worm in their head that controls them. Pretty much. It's, you know, it's quite sad to see that. You, see a lot, you, know, you see a lot of people these days, you know, look at the brain, people, a, lot of, a lot of people suffer with dementia these days and stuff like that, like, I mean. It shows it's not just the body that it uh, deteriorates. Oh, absolutely. Brain and deteriorate just as quickly. Yeah. I'm just like, very thankful that I managed to go from being one of those people who was very reactive to kind of passive. Flipping that switch. Right? Yeah, being passive. Like, uh, I, I can't I think of being someone. Be passive. Like, no, it's not passive. This, this is not the right word. Um. Just no. Kind of process and what happens, and not kind of basically um, reaction on your circumstances. Just sitting there and, and just learning from the situation and, and being wiser, not to to react, not to move, not to do, you know, anything untoward, or not to do anything rash, not to not kind of, to react. You learn from emotions as well. To learn, yeah, of course. Not really basically, it's also it's it's knowing your ego, like yeah. you know, is it your ego is telling you to react in a certain way? You know, and if it is, you know, that's not a bad thing. Just acknowledge it. High ego. I see what you're trying to do. I think that's one good thing about humanity. You think every single person is different in so many ways, and there's so many probabilities on how you can behave and react, and you know, and what person you turn out. You know, you are oh, all sort of concepts. It's new now, right? We're all the same. Everyone's unique. Fuck you, women. Stop being a snowflake, you snowflake. You're melting in that sun, boy. Just turn the jelly up, like, eh? You're melting like jelly. Snow jelly. You messing with a chili, though? No. Something like him. Something like him. We're all the same. Everyone is unique. How do you like them apples? How does that sound? I do believe so. Everyone's, else everyone's the same and everyone's different at the same time. Well, we should be treated all the same, shouldn't we? So, what you say, with respect to every generation you've been brought up to, you know, be to treat others like you'd like to be treated. I think we, we, um, we should treat everyone the same. I don't think everyone is the same. We're all we're all the same. We're all human, but everyone is unique. We're all individual garments, but we're all cut from the same cloth. Yeah, and uh, I, know, I understand that concept a little better. Like, um, we suck from the same mum, motherfucker. <laughs> like we all have the same primal desires. They don't believe in Adam, Adam and Eve. We'd all be brothers and sisters. You, Adam is the user. <laughs> well, this is why. It's just a story, as Gav was saying earlier. Adam and Eve, and that stops. It's a story, story that carries the concept. But a story stops after they've done the sin and everything. It stops. The sons or whatever the story with them. I believe it just stops. It's a story. Yeah, I know what you mean. So 
in other words if that story was true and they were the only two people and then they, well they would have to be incest involved apparently then, is it so enough said <laughs> no more said it's a story though a story look movies aren't true but they carry <gasps> some of them are but they carry commando was true <laughs> it might be based on true events but none of them what am I supposed to do smell none, coming no, you know, mo- no movie is true it carry a message. but it carries a message and a meaning which yeah. is exactly what the bible is it's just a me- it's carrying forth message and meaning but and we do this with all information in all different subjects. Don't get me wrong, I'm, get, I'm not saying all religion is, you know, some of the stories they say is all just, you know, morals and things you should live by and all that. I bet some parts of, the, of certain religions are actually true, like, I mean. Because he said, he said he found um, a part of Jesus. a cloth, Jesus' cloth, isn't it? Do you hear about The Shroud of Turin. Yeah. That's what it's called, yeah. They said they found. Um, Proud of Turin. They shut the cloth from, uh, that Jesus was uh, adorned in after he was brought down from the cross, and apparently he's got his image on the cloth from blood. The shroud of Turin. I'd like apples. Could it also just be like a white mummy? It's a cloth. It's linen. <laughs> It's, it's that's very. Kind of I like think. I think that's quite racist, though. to be honest. It's the same in a way. A mummy can just be white. Well, no, so we don't have white mummies. Racist against do the white Egyptians. Or it could be quite racist and assume that Jesus was white. What, what the fuck? Well, I'll, hold my, I'll hold my hands up there. Well, Santa's presumably meant to be white as well, and everything he's put in, betrayed him. Well, yeah, well, you know, when it was Santa and it's invented, you're not going to make him black, are you? Everyone was racist as fuck then. They're not going to have a black man climbing down their chimney. But when he say, when he Nick, when he No, they'll call the cops for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, every year a black man's going to enter your white middle class homes <laughs> and leave presents under the tree. <laughs> I don't think that. I, I don't yeah, think that 50 years ago that's going to carry. No, I can't. Yeah, I, I, I can't well. Stand <laughs> well, actually, he's going to be a Muslim. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Uh, well, they believe in prayers. White America would be like, yeah, no, and yeah, no, hundred years <laughs> no ago, white America would have been saying it's going to be a Comanche, Apache. It's going to be the shoes. It's going to be the fucking feet. It's going to be all of them. I thought you were rapping and riding for a bit. To be honest, you don't Muslims put presents and you treat every once in a lifetime fucking gift. That would, wouldn't it? That's an explosive joke. <laughs> around controversial <laughs> topics now are we do we lean into this four <laughs> lions do we lean into this go and watch four lions if we haven't watched it or are we going to dodge are we going to be ducking and weaving I've weaved what's said he said freedom of speech you know I think everyone should be entitled to it and they shouldn't be judged on what they've said but you know a lot of people people can be judged on what they said but you're free to say whatever the fuck you want as far as I'm concerned some people wouldn't have suppressed those Does rights. I mean you're right. A lot of people <laughs> wouldn't have suppressed those rights these days. You know, a lot of what some people believe and, and what, they, what they say and what they speak, you know, some people just don't like it. There's a lot of controlling people who don't understand that you can't stomp something out by force. But that's government and media again. People are going stuff to like that. 
people are going to believe what they want to believe. A lot of it's a product of their environment. It's not something that can just be eroded either. <coughs> it takes time. Education takes time. There's obviously a lot less racist people in the world now. A lot than it was than when it was actually was slavery. 20, 20 years ago. Yeah, 20 years ago. You know, right, 10 right. years ago. You're looking back, we used it's to... It's a generational thing, right? You know, white people used to have slaves, like, do you know what I mean? A river does Black people used to have slaves. Yeah. But a river can also change course. That's true. Hmm? A river creates its path, but a river can also change course. Yeah, yeah. Meaning? Meaning that... Uh, I mean, it's everyone's goes down the same stream change. in life, but they all always can take a different route to where they want a destination. 100%. Even everyone in this room could have been in a much different situation in their life. could be miles away from we you. We make thousands <laughs> and thousands of decisions every day. If just one of those is different, it changes the course of your life. No, oh, definitely every decision you make up has a positive or negative reaction it's the same with anything you do in life you could do you know you could do you could do a good deed and it could turn out it could be it could have been a bad thing you've done like do you know what i mean helping out someone it means it could have been you know it, it could have been a bad reaction and they could have hurt someone else like so Perfect. not everything in life has a positive reaction to all decisions made no not everything no. should have a positive reaction what is positive to have a positive you have to have a negative volcanoes so there's a positive and negative you it? have to experience bad times positive in the, in to the, know the positive times really, isn't it for volcanoes because <coughs> a lot of volcanoes create land so <laughs> in the long run these uh, <coughs> well positive and negative reactions I think it kind of shapes a character of a person as well the Yellowstone has calmed down it's a lot now definitely make everyone different that got a bit hairy in January did uh, moss the Yellowstone moss growing was it I got a bit fucking, you know, irate, and there was, you know, mumbling and grumbling underneath the fucking Yellowstone, and geysers were going off more frequently, and it was like scary times apparently, and uh, nothing yet. Like, still waiting. For how long do you have to wait? Well, I think the way. Not we just for that, but for some. Just the way we're treating this world, and you, you, uh, you know, the way we fucking, you know, chop all the trees down and pollute and stuff like that. You're waiting for like a, a big natural disaster to happen soon, you know. That's good. Nah. Oh, I agree with what I said as well. I, I agree. Should we have beers then? You are? Yes. Have them, go on. It's not that, sir. Well, there's one. Get them in. Not glass twice. That's really sharp, is it? Should we end it there? Yeah, let's end it there. What's going on? Bing, bing.